Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hey. Today, Delaney, Michelle, are ver- Michelle and I are very excited uh, to get into the Rick Lantis mix-up, uh, the episode seven of season three of Rick and Morty. We cover Rick and Morty every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Rick and Morty Podcasts on uh, iTunes and subscribe to our Rick and Morty only feed or our normal feed. Um, I want to get this out of the way because I'm going to get right into spoilers. Make sure you've seen this episode. I'm gonna, you, it's really good to go and clean here. So um, spoilers, stop. Now, okay, um, so um, AKA Tales of Tales from the Citadel, which was uh, incredibly uh, marketed by Adult Swim. Um, was it? I had no idea. I well, went okay. to this completely cold. Yeah, let me tell you. So this is the story. Of this. So if you, I, I, I'd like to say I called this a few podcasts ago. I was like, um, Adult Swim had on their schedule Tales from the Citadel in this spot, but then they changed it. I think they, I think I feel like they might be trolling, but I, I don't trust anything with them anymore. So now here we go into this. <laughs> And uh, they've changed the episode title to Rick Lantis Mix Up. And in marketing, they gave, they gave no reference to that this was the real plot of the episode. The promo from last week was only the stupid Atlanta stuff, right? Um, yeah. So, and they were in, like, even in tweeting, they were like, we're going to Atlantis. Yeah. It was, yeah. They, I, we, no, we were not hyped for the concept of Atlantis. Yeah. So shout out to, no, we were hyped for Atlantis. But, uh, well, sh- I don't know. Shout out to uh, that mermaid puss. Come on. Uh, shout out to. The mermaid uh, puss is the official <laughs> hashtag of this episode. Right. Uh, yeah. Somehow. Um. Yeah, good, great job, Adult Swim. I don't think any other network has that kind of restraint to uh, just thoroughly play into this uh, trick so much. Um, so I was, I was, I was like shook when they uh, when this episode I was watching live and it, uh, it, it they changed it to Tales of the Citadel. It was incredible. I don't know. We were all watching live and we were all like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> this was quite the experience to watch uh, live. I'm glad I could not sleep and stayed over this. Okay, so uh, let's get into. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think the the title is still officially the Rick Lantis mix up though. So, um, yeah, I think it is. Even though Tails, yes, whichever one though. Um, anyway, I'm very excited. I'm already studying here. So let's uh, let's get right into things here. Uh, Delaney, what are your thoughts on uh, the Rick Lantis mix up? Oh my god, this episode's incredible. Like, this might be to me, like, I'm talking like number one, like, best episode in the whole series. Like, this episode's <laughs> incredible. I loved it. Like, oh my god. Like, it was so funny and ridiculous. And like, I t- like, oh, uh, we got Tales of Bossing Say. It happens. Like, it's real. I told you it was going to happen, and no one believed me, and I was right. And this is so great. Oh my god. There's just everything is so great. We see so many different Ricks and Mortys. Holy crap, Evil Morty. Wait, I can say shit. Holy yeah. shit, Evil Morty. Yeah. Like, oh my god. No, we were all like, is it Evil Morty? Is it Evil Morty? Is it Evil Morty? And we were all like, oh my god. I can't believe they actually brought it back. Like, this episode is just incredible from start to finish. It's just so good. And then, like, I just really enjoy how they capped it with, like, Rick and Morty and, like, just being ridiculous and being like, oh, no, I don't think anything that happens at the Citadel will, like, ever have bearing on us, ever. Like, oh, it's so good. Like, we're going to talk about all the details, but, like, oh, my God, Evil Morty, this episode's funny, the creepy Morty. Like, there's just so much gold in this episode. Narratively, this episode's, like, flawless. 
the creepy morty's in your initial thoughts interesting okay <laughs> that's that's like a that's a first level take from delaney okay delaney references her being right about a lot of things none of us remember that none of us remember her claiming it but listeners uh, remember delaney, <laughs> delaney remembers delaney that's remembers. the important that's okay. what matters yeah, yeah. and uh, shout out to us uh, again um i will say i was on top of this evil morty thing i've been saying for in several podcasts that the only hanging plot thread was evil morty uh, after the first episode of the season so we we've primed you guys and uh this it paid off so well okay michelle what are your thoughts on this episode oh man it was, was a really good episode you guys i mean like this is one of those episodes of like once in a blue moon it's just like consistently yeah. like so engaging like nothing dragged everything made sense we jumped all around a lot to different ricks and mortys but like everything was like really tight and consistently interesting and like there were like legitimate emotional beats and like the ending was so satisfying and just like exciting and it was just so good. I'm just like so happy this was pulled off so well because like it's an awesome concept, but the execution is also like like you said, it's flawless. So I'm I'm very high on this episode. Yeah, um, three, may, yeah, make that three on this. Uh, the, first of all, just the experience of watching this was probably my yeah. favorite TV watching experience this year. Um, just from the it like oh it's a trick and it's the tales of the Citadel like, concept. They punked us, yeah. And they, they were punked, like, here yeah. is your reward. Yeah, and then it was incredible <laughs> the way through, and then uh, at the and then just paying off with Evil Morty, it was incredible. Um, like uh, once uh, once the it's uh, for the damaged Coda by Blonde Redhead starts coming in, which is the same song from uh, this episode in season one. Um, yeah, Evil Morty's theme song. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, yeah, so I've get. I've given the speech a handful of times on the podcast, but uh, it's time yeah. again for uh, every once in a while, there's uh, an episode uh, of TV, which is just uh, so uh, like consistently incredible and achieves such heights that it like it makes uh, the experience of watching everything like so worth it. Um, like this show, the season has been pretty good and at times very good, but um, this is a truly special episode. Like for me, this is a contender for best episode of the year. Um, we also got a contender from Bojack this season, but uh, there's there's a few in a Starverse episode. But it's going to be an interesting. We have our uh, animation awards at the end of the year. I'm already I'm already placing this in the best episode <laughs> category. So we'll, it's going <laughs> to it. yeah, it's going to be. I'm, I don't decide that, but yeah, it's it's going to be close. But yeah, this is a very very special episode. It's um really funny. One of the funniest episodes of the season, if not the funniest. Um, the most enthralling. Uh, the most like. Like uh, satirical with this show, um, it's it's uh, it has like the best gag I think of the season. It has uh, with Simple Rick, which I'm in love with. It's so um, good. Simple, oh, Simple, Simple Rick. Ricks. Yeah, it's uh, that's like it's it's like the standout gag of the season, and it's not even one of the top moments of the episode. Like we go and you bring back an evil Morty, which is so incredibly ha well handled. Um, it's, it's just bringing this whole Ricks and Morty's uh, concept introduced in season one to um, pretty ridiculous levels. Does it make sense? Does anything in this episode make sense? Who knows? It doesn't matter, but like uh, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, regardless. Yeah. I think, I think this is a, uh, a really special episode of the show. Um, definitely. I, I'd been asking I, during our, during our podcast last week, it was like the season's been good i said but there's no standout episode so i think we finally got our top tier standout episode of the show definitely a top five rick and morty episode um i'm open to this being number one and i i love total ripball so much that's really high praise um yeah like uh it's it's uh so for me i think the the the, the standout moment is when it's revealed that it's evil morning 
Um, what do you did th- you guys did you guys think it might be him before it was revealed? Um, yeah. I, I got there. I'd I say, had inklings. I got, like uh, how how yeah. far back? When when he was looking at some kind of incriminating evidence, the one Morty who was in charge of the campaign, I'm like, mm. what could be so interesting about this Morty that he would freak out so much? I'm like, well, nice. There's the eye patch guy, it's the evil Morty. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, I only got there th- about thirty seconds before. I I I really, I really <laughs> okay. try not to think ahead, but um, the music it cues you in for it. What, what about you, Delaney? Well, no, like so, I was watching it with my friends and like. We were, it, I, it was, I think, a little bit before, like the file, and we we're like, "It's Evil Morty," and like, because <laughs> we've been waiting, because like me and my friends talk about, it, we're like, "Where's Evil Morty? Like, when's it gonna happen?" And so we were all like, "Oh, yeah." So we were, we were like convinced at like right before that happened, and we were like, "It's Evil Morty." I, I, That's I, a good point, because the last time we saw Evil Morty was at the Citadel, blending in, so he would still hypothetically be there. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, if you don't see him. Why is he hiding? Yeah, they didn't then you find out. Yeah, they, they didn't. Uh, it's not like they really tried to hide this. Um, it was which I think is a good decision because it just builds up so well. Yeah. Um, side note, I actually think it's a downside of watching TV with people. Is they, they, they they try to give things away things. for you. Yeah, I don't I like total <laughs> silence. Don't give things away. Like, come on. OK, anyway. Um, so let's get. So yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Delaney, the, w- w- was that the standout moment for you? The Eva Morty build up or if not, what's your standout moment? I mean, well, I guess, like, one of, like, really, like, the really good, like, I think, like, shocking moments of the episode was, like, the second simple Rick gag. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, boy. But I do think, like, I mean, obviously, like, the end of the episode was just incredible. And just, like, when he's in, like, I think the part that I really loved was, like, after he had killed everybody and he was, like, had his glass and he was like, this is the time for a speech. Like, Oh my god, like we're gonna get into some shit. (laughs) So that's probably like the big like moment for me. I don't know. There's a lot of really good moments in the episode. Yeah. Um, But probably that is like the like the end of the episode is like when he's giving his not speech. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, what about you? I it's hard to think of like a particular moment because like you said, like there are just so many really standout parts of this, but I think between like the relationship between like the the cop Morty and the Rick cop, like that was surprisingly um, interesting, and like I had a lot of feelings about it, especially like the cop Morty, just like and how he existed in this like world that's like overrun by like Morty crime and just like so many layers to that, and also honestly like the part when like the weird like Willy Wonka-esque Rick character shoots the other Rick in the back of the head and then they use him for yeah. the new cookie stuff. It's like, oh shit, that's awful. But like, it makes so much sense. So yeah, yeah both that, of those I'd say. Yeah, that's what Delaney said as well. The second the second simple Rick payoff. I also think the first yeah. time they do that gag is also incredible. Um, yeah, both bo- both of the simple Ricks, the ending, and I also just think the when we transition into Tales from the Citadel, that was really impactful for me. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this is what actually yeah, is that happening. Really, that really oh, and works. another big moment, I like, what I think what first really got me was uh, Evil Morty's like speech, like the, yeah, the, the, the debate his campaign debates. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, good. And then when he walks by and he's like, oh, I didn't know, like, can't believe you did it. He's like, and that's why you're fired. Yeah, he didn't believe in him enough. Yeah, it was it was a good speech? 
from from Evil Morty. Um, the question with these things is always like, uh, does it lose the impact of the progressive things the person's saying when they turn out to be evil, right? Like, I, I feel like we've had this discussion with other shows, but um, yeah, it, I don't care. Like, uh, Evil Morty's worth yeah, the payoff, whatever. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah. It's still a good speech. Yeah. Okay, so the this episode is framed around four, uh, like, intersecting evil Rick and Morty's plot lines. Um, so the first one is uh, the Morty politician. Um who, yeah, it turns out to be Evil Morty. That's kind of our main one that everything, all of the other ones intersect through. We have the uh, Rick and Morty cop. Um, the uh, I've seen it called a training day uh, take. Um, just a lot of these types of cop mo- cops movies as well. Um, so we, we do a lot with that. We have the uh, the four teen Mortys Stand By Me parody. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then uh, last we have the... Uh, the factory worker uh rick um who takes the guy hostage um also the the politic the politician um one is i've i've seen it called a bob roberts uh take i was thinking it's pretty similar to stuff house of cards does all of these are there's probably more movie comps for all of them they're all uh pretty tropey plot lines uh on purpose right um giving their rick and morty versions of what's going on here um, I will say, I think the episode is best in the beginning and end. And we're, when we're in like the trenches of these, uh, intersecting four plot lines, I think it's still good, but like not, not at like the incredible heights. Like it does, it does, it does, uh, it does get a little bit, uh, in the weeds, I think, um, with these four. I think one would argue you need the weeds to fully appreciate the really standout moments, though. Yeah. I agree. I think they use them incredibly well to, to build up to everything that's happening. So, um, I think the, like, lowest part is, like, they kind of, like, lost me at the end of the cop one. It was really fast. Yeah, what? It was really yeah, fast, like, yeah. Wh- yeah, that was a little... Like, it was good. Like, I really liked that. I was really into that one. And then, like, the end, though, just kind of got weird. I mean, I understand, like, kind of what happened. It was just, like, I just, like, it just, like, went really fast. And it just, I didn't, like, the end of it kind of, like, it didn't ruin it. But, like, for me, it didn't make it as, like, good as, like, the others. I like totally agree with that. And I like am a little so like, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Like that they just the Rick ended up shooting the Morty. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a take on this type of in this type of movie. Like it's a it's a racial uh, parallel. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. They're they're doing a <laughs> they're doing a uh, Morty's are minorities and Rick's are white people type thing. So uh I don't know. It seemed it seemed kind of standard, but at the end he's like, "Same old story. Rick's killing Mortys," you know. And then it was like the uh, the Morty one is the the bigoted uh, uh, Morty Morty bigoted against Mortys type thing, you know. I didn't I didn't take too much into it, or uh, it's 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 for for me it's a it's a pretty level one take on this type of story. No, I would say so. I mean, I did, there were like there were some good lines. Yeah, and I th- and I think it's good that they don't try to transcend with these other ones because it makes the the more important stuff shine uh later yeah. so would you say that this was your favorite of the four delaney the cops one no okay which is your favorite i like love the kids really that was I, my least favorite no i love them like i just love slick morty <laughs> like, oh slick morty is pretty great with his little like, hair i have a drama implant that's so good <laughs> Like I just, I just really liked it, and then like I totally knew at the end, I'm like he's gonna throw himself in, like like I felt it a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh, and like Lizard Morty's cute, and then like it was just good. Like I just liked it a lot. 
Um, like, I understand that, like, obviously the Evil Morty one's the best, but I don't even feel like I can count it, because, like, obviously that's incredible. And, like, it's it was, kind like, of the main awesome. plot, I guess, in a way, too. Yeah, so, I just, yeah. like, like to me, it's, like, Evil Morty, and then there was, like, the others. Yeah. But I really, like, I really liked the kid one. Um, I, the, the factory one was, like, really funny, too. Like, that gag is, like, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you have to try. But I like the kids. Like it, it, it got me a little bit. No. I will say the kids one has one of my favorite lines when the one kid's like, "I thought it was the left hand morning." Literally, <laughs> no, the one's good. like, "You should use your left hand to eat more vegetables." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, burn, lizard Morty!" <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, savage. Yeah, um, I do. I love that. I love that line because it's like uh, a take on them each having just their identifier, and it's like, was that their name or did they just get? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was like bestowed so upon them. Yeah, I, I like getting into that. Um, which is your favorite of the four, Michelle? I honestly did really like the cop one, but I think the factory one outside of the, the main evil Morty plot, mostly like the second half when he actually does like start to take action and like has a ransom. Like, I just thought it was like really interesting and I like kind of cared about him. And then when he ended up being shot, it was just like so perfect. Yeah. Rip uh, J22. Um, I guess he's like still alive kind of, but, uh, sort of, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to try to separate the, uh, before the reveal of the politician one, uh, to treat it as one of these four. I think the factory worker one's the best. Yeah. The simple Rick gag is too good. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's really incredible. I think it's like, what a gag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's up there with that game. Yes. Uh, yeah. I agree. This, it's a top, it's a, it's instantly a top five gag of Rick and Morty with, uh, with the Roy game. Yeah, I agree. That's that's uh, that's always what I think of when I think of standout uh, Rick and Morty gags like that. I think of the Roy game, but um, Simple Rick's was incredible. I also think just that that plot line's engaging throughout. Um, you got Cool Rick, um, which was that good. was good. Yeah, love Cool Rick. <laughs> and then Rick D. Sanchez the third was was incredible too. So um, it was like, oh my god, it's really Wonka. Yeah, really and then Wonka I Rick, yeah. Yeah. I did like too. It's like you see like a portal to the Blender dimension, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think the cop one was engaging throughout. Um, although it was, uh. You know, they don't give it time to get into anything, which is fine. Well, it's like when they go to the house and they like, and it's like they're at like the headquarters and then like, that was really neat. And then, and then he just blows it up. It's just, like, oh my it God. just disintegrates it. Yeah. The ending's really fast. I like, I like when they're in the, the drug house. Yeah. Cause, uh, the makeshift portal gun. Yeah. And, uh, then it, then it doesn't work. That was, that was like very similar to, um, uh district nine too it's all these movies yeah are, it was very similar to district yeah. nine all these movies are takes on the same <laughs> stories but um that's specifically seen district nine to me yeah um uh, i think i think the i understand liking the stand by me plot i think that's the least successful i didn't i didn't the the garbage dump at the end i didn't you know it was fine it was it was still funny there's no bad parts of the episode but um that that like goes the least places for me i guess um, it also, they also, it is like, it's also like on screen for the least amount of time. So it's not really given any, yeah. it's not really given any time to do anything. Um, but the, I do, I do like the four of them and, um, they, we each kind of have a payoff line, including, uh, glasses, Morty, who's just there the whole time. And then he says, uh, I wish incest porn had more mainstream appeal. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> it's so, so good. It's like, is he going to do anything or is he just saying, oh, okay. He has, uh, he's just the asking for a friend, yeah, asking for, for, for a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think those are so. I don't know which. I don't know if we want to like delve into everything with the cop one and stuff. But we we've kind of been hitting on these on these a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, w- uh, did you Delaney? What do you think of uh, the like bigoted uh, against Morty's cop Morty, and then the uh, rookie 
Rick uh, right out of the police academy. Well, it was like a really interesting like dynamic considering like the Rick and Morty's. Yeah, so, like, that was really neat, and I just I did enjoy it. Like like I love like cop shit. Like I love shows like that. Like that's so good. Like I was like I'm here for this. As soon as like I was like it's a cop car. I was like oh my god I'm ready, <laughs> and it was like it was really good. And, like I liked that Morty was just like like you know just talking shit and was like in charge. It's like yeah learn and like all this stuff, and like obviously like he's awful. But, like, it was, like, it was just really interesting because, like, like, the dynamic we normally see with Rick and Morty. And then, like, given, and I really like, I just, I really liked exploring, like, the underbelly of, like, the Citadel and... Yeah, Morty Town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Morty really Town. cool. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, Big Big Morty, uh, who's a bubbler, yeah, to, to welcome them. Oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. He's he's pretty good. Um, also, Cowboy Morty in the spotlight. Uh, Cowboy Morty is like oh, up there man. with favorites. Like this little this little cowpoke's gonna move on out of here. Yeah, he's, these <laughs> guns aren't real. That was really good. I really like the part when the cop Morty was interrogating the other two Mortys, and they kept saying "Oh, geez," even though like yeah, the cop Morty starts so saying good. it really menacingly, like "Oh, geez," blah 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 yeah, blah. No, it was, really it was good. so good. Yeah, the "Oh, geez" exchange. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, uh, a random line from the beginning of that one is, uh, "This election, the elections got these yellow shirts more riled up than a picture day, Jessica." Oh. That was pretty that was good. Really good. Yeah, and I also like how all the Mortys in the beginning they call they all have the same locker with Jessica in them. Yeah, yeah, no, they, I like that. Yeah. Uh, the teacher Rick looks creepy as shit. His hair is weird. Yeah, t- we had we had teacher Rick. Also, um, slow Rick slash tall Morty. Uh, that was really funny. So yeah. Did I did, did I graduate this time yet? Yeah. <laughs> Tall Morty, that was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I love Tall Morty. Um, yeah, so we have uh, Fat Morty, who we talked. The only, I feel like the most notable thing is the the vegetable side. He also throws yeah. in his panini panini maker, and yeah, and, his panini which is for like a sandwich. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we had Lizard uh, Lizard Morty, who like whose Rick turned him into a fused him in. Uh, yeah, fused him with a lizard. Glasses, who we talked to, and then Slick. Yeah, Slick Slick's pretty great. Um, well, I think it's interesting too, like it, that introduced the concept of like where Mortys go once they lose it, once they lose the Ricks. Yeah, they go to the school, and then, uh, and it's interesting because uh, even Morty does enact his change a little bit. He does shut down the school. Um, he like changes the laws and stuff. So it's 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 interesting. It doesn't seem like he's just going to be. Uh, he this was just like a power grab. It seems like maybe he's enacting some sort of policy change to some end. Yeah, like he has like he has like a plan, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about let's let's go. Okay, let's we'll come back to these four plans. We need to talk more about Evil Morty because uh, it happened and um, (laughs) Evil Morty. Yeah, and I love that uh, they don't. It's just very quickly uh, with the files flashing by at the end. Um, But yeah, he's he throws out all of the people in power. I guess the implication was that the. Most rich people of uh, the Citadel were really the ones in control, despite the new election or the Cita- or the Council of Ricks before them. That's what they, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like they're like it's yeah. kind of like it's not dissimilar to like what we see in Game of Thrones and like other like media. It's like it's like the merchants. It's like those are the people in charge. It's kind of like Slavers Bay and stuff in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And the president's like a puppet figure more than anything, not like an actual. Yeah, the first, the first, yeah, first president with this, but yeah, it's um, 
and uh, he what kills all of them. He puts puts a lot of them into space, including the informant guy, who I feel like is one of the loose ends of this episode. Is uh, the campaign manager? No, the the one who the guy who told him info- about informant it? Rick, the one who Wasn't tells him the oh. juggler one. Like what the heck? I like I have so many. I didn't questions. get the impression that he was the juggler. Um, yeah, was he a different I mean, one? Then? I think it's they're Ricks. Like, is they look all the same, right? Um, they all look the same. Yeah, it's that he, one was in a trench coat. Is, the he, other so one he's he's dead at the ends, but uh, he tells campaign manager Morty to uh, that he gives him the info that this is. Um, I've seen theories that uh, evil Morty wanted this to happen because uh, him getting shot uh, boosted his popularity and made him win the election. Right. That's possible. Oh. Although it seems yeah, like a risky plan, problem, almost. Like, there's no... It's not like... I guess he could have just healed himself, uh, even if he um, was really... I don't know. Maybe a bulletproof vest and stuff. It's... Uh, they, they have good technology. But yeah. I don't think it matters that much. He's dead at the end anyway. But um, there was a one Rick who did know that it was Evil Morty. And even if... Um, even if uh, it was coming from Evil Morty, this information, then but the campaign manager still had some idea that this was like a bad Morty. I don't know. Anyway, um, like what what is the picture of uh, Morty with an eye patch mean to campaign manager Morty? Right? Like, uh, do, is, do they have some sort of um, knowledge that this there's one bad Morty among them? Anyway, okay. This is I feel like that's not as interesting as um, it wasn't just pictures though. There was like there was like info written down to yeah. 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 Um, so Morty's in charge. Uh, we have an episode. Um, episode. Uh, the finale is the Rick Churian Morty date. I, I think uh, Evil Morty comes into play in the finale. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe like our Morty like runs against him or something. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll do another election, but the, the description like I think does. They're, they're, like, they're gonna have so to. I mean, like Morty like opposes point. him. Yeah. So I've I've a common theory I've been reading is that Evil Morty is our Rick's C one thirty seven original Morty. Uh but isn't so but isn't I patch Morty like partly not human because like when he when he takes off his eye patch in season one like he has like yeah i think i think that was just a, things, like yeah it's it's not clear i think it was just a cybernetic implant um, no wait a minute like i thought our rick and morty go together as far as we know yes yeah but as we saw in this episode rick, morty's uh lose their ricks a lot that's true. Um, the foreshadowing in this episode is when a reporter asks um, Evil Morty who, uh, what dimension oh, yeah, did he, he come say, from and what yeah. is your original Rick. Like, I love all Ricks yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That's true. And uh, part two of this theory is that um, Evil Morty killed uh, Rick's wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um, this would make a lot of sense, I think, with what we've seen from this episode in episode one. With uh, getting yes. a fake memory of that, um, but yeah, as far as we know, the, our Morty's also C one thirty seven from the same place. Um, but uh, it's possible that there's some sort of switcheroo, or there's something else going on. Before uh, it seems like a slam dunk that uh, Evil Morty, or like, or may, or our Rick still could have done something in another dimension and like fucked this Morty over. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it could be something like that. Like maybe his Rick is like really unforgivable, so now he's just like sworn off Ricks yeah, and think, wants them all dead. I think the most, or like, or like our Rick, like C one thirty seven Rick did something. I think um, oh, that's yeah. yeah C137 could have yeah killed killed their record. I think the most impactful thing is if this would be the original Morty. Um, but that kind of makes me really sad. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah it is sad. Well, I think I think we'll get into this in the finale. Um, 
but there's there's also potentially some evidence in the uh, original um, episode from season one. There's like a memory of him. Anyway, I've I've seen some I've seen some theories. There's a <laughs> well, I don't think there's anything definitive here, but um, it uh it it well it's interesting to speculate about, and I'm sure we'll get into it more. Um, yeah, I just uh I don't know how much there's to get into with with uh even more specifically. I think that we'll see a lot in the. There's gonna be a lot of like hype for what we're gonna see in the future. I guess we can talk about this um politician plot line. We haven't done that much of that yet. Um he uh let's what about the oh I, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is the um the Citadel Morning News, which is one of my other highlights of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. that's a really good yeah, gag too. News about Citadel in the morning, pretty self explanatory. And then it's uh Rick uh D seven sixteen B and uh I am Rick D seven sixteen, must be nice. Um and then must we see nice. <laughs> we see Rick uh D seven sixteen C later. Um and it's like uh that guy, right? Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, uh, what the preceding letters mean <laughs> on uh, on the names. They're inferior versions of uh, of themselves. But it, that was very funny that they're that they're. You know, it was. I really enjoyed that. I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and each of their faces are more or less like messed up than the other one. Yeah. So that kind of like in an order too, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, we have the the politician plotline. Let's talk about the different candidates. Um, they're <laughs> they are they're named on screen. We have retired General Rick, who I assume is the one who starts it with like laser more lasers, and he's like, "You have more time." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, private sector Rick, juggling Rick, um, who's standout. Uh, we have Rick Gilt Rick, um, who is the uh, rent is too damn high party parody guy. <laughs> Uh, and then we have uh, Reverse Rick Outrage. Um, so those are the, those that are names there. Juggling Rick was pretty great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, three three parts to this plan. Oh, and he has like a chainsaw, yeah. and I really like yeah that when he's like chainsaw. talking to him that he got fired. He's like, "We'll talk about benefits." He pulls out like yeah, bowling things. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, demonstrating everything with juggling is pretty good. Um, them them all farting during the debate about uh making making fun of the the morty um it's pretty good yeah oh we have the recurring joke throughout the whole thing of uh one of them say like someone saying something and the other and uh another one replying we're the same age um we see yeah, yeah that's really yeah, good that's really good yeah makes you question how these timelines are are working we're all we're not going past and future we're just uh side by side here right yeah. but uh it's it's yeah we've one with the mortys there and we have another one at the ricks later with uh the willy wonka rick um yeah, we have the Morty speech, um, like you're outnumbered talking about them. Um uh, yeah, we talk, I think we talked about them mostly. Oh, we have uh, Morty shaking hands and uh, one of the Ricks is like, I cloned myself so you could kiss me as a baby. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. I like that. He still had like an old man head and, a and baby. he had like a unibrow, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end with the uh, campaign manager in jail, I'd hardly call call it a blowout. It was almost uh, close enough to trigger a recount. Uh Jesus, what are you, joke security now too? I like that line too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk uh, about the. Let's talk more about Simple Rick's gag because we need to talk, we need to talk yeah. more about Simple Rick. I think it's so good. Yeah. So, so the Simple Rick gag is uh, by with uh, Sam Elliott voiced, but uh, Jeff Davis doing a Sam Elliott impression. 
um which is uh it's it's ah. great he's yeah sam elliott voiceover best commercials and um it's uh, ca- uh we, yeah the we see like baby beth and we uh we captured uh, that moment of her daughter the chemical that makes his brain uh secretes goes into every uh simple rick simple wafer cookie um so, so fucked up, it's so fucked up. and so yeah. good yeah it's incredible like at first i was like oh my god are we about to learn something or i was like i thought it was like a tv <laughs> show and then it was a commercial and i was like this is so good for like for like for a fucking cookie yeah yeah and it's like it's like when you watch a commercial and you're like what and you're like what the hell is this about and it's always about cars yeah 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 because because you don't know what's going on at first we don't we didn't establish like the four plot lines it's like oh this yeah. could just be a uh like a clip show of um like right of uh, like an interdimensional cable thing about the citadel so it's it's like then no it's uh it's uh so it's there. yeah and then later um uh, he had a taste of freedom, and we captured uh, that taste. And we, <laughs> we, keep, we captured that taste we keep, of yeah, freedom. We keep giving it to him so he can uh, give it right back to you in every bite. A new Simple Rick uh, Freedom Wafers uh, selects. Yeah, come come home to the unique flavor of shattering the grand illusion. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's, yeah. like, that just sounds like a Cards Against Humanity card. Like. So yeah, yeah sh- so shattering fun. the grand illusion that could be a card against me any card yeah yeah definitely um yeah i can't can't overstate how good the simple rex is um yeah like what an incredible gag yeah like it's so good um we have i i think we hit on uh most of the things oh we, yeah I, I mentioned cool rick briefly but uh yeah he's uh k83 affectionately known as cool rick um i'm yo haha check me out that's that's like all that makes him cool rick <laughs> just like... it doesn't sound very cool at all honestly he, he just like looks stupid yeah he just has yeah, stupid glasses, glasses. On, yeah. yeah yeah i i know I, I loved it though that was good um yeah, so that's uh, before we could get into the Atlanta stuff. Anything else uh, from the Citadel stuff? All of it was just good, it was and just like, all good. and like getting introduced to this. Like we did, hadn't really been introduced to before about like how this. So originally, you know, I thought the Citadel was just like where they meet and they like talk about stuff, but now it's like the Citadel is like. So like, is our Rick just lucky enough to have a portal gun? Like I, I, I know he's a terrorist, but like. So, but like, not all Ricks get portal guns. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I think if you live in the Citadel, then like you are assigned like within the hierarchy somehow, arbitrarily. And then, yeah, it was really cool to see the rest of the city because I think in season one we really only saw like where decisions got made, which is pretty high up. Yeah, I think I think that uh, this differs from our previous vision of the Citadel. Like, it doesn't really make sense with what was presented before. Um, but I don't think it really matters. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Like, it's just neat. Yeah, yeah, it's just neat. Yeah, I would say I would say that the Rickson the the concept presented in this episode, I believe, is that the Rickson Mortys here are choosing to live in the Citadel rather than our Rick. Um, but it's not super clear and doesn't really make sense because it's like is our Rick just like the dickiest of them all? <laughs> yeah, that's the, so. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's a good that's so. a good transition to the beginning of the episode because um, uh, yeah, Rick uh, K twenty two and his Morty come to collect for the Citadel Rick's develop redevelopment fund. Um, they're like, "Oh, that was you that <laughs> uh, that, that murdered everyone." Uh, you want to rain in your Morty uh, every day? Um, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Every day, yeah, and he's like, uh, "You're pitching the policeman's ball to a black teenager here." Um, that was really good. Then, that was a brilliant line. Yeah, and then you don't have to be a dick. I think you know that's not true. 
I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> grab mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Then the, in the beginning, it's like, it's, they don't even go five seconds uh, before they, there's like, adventure to the lost city of Atlantis. And then immediately it's shattered. And Damn. yeah. <laughs> then uh, those other X come in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Morty's like, wonder, wonder what a day in their lives are like. Um, and uh, yeah, Rick says, well, you can keep wondering that while we go on a, fu- a, fu- a fun, fresh, self contained adventure to Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Good. Him calling it self contained is so good. I love that. Yeah. Um, the and then at the end uh, in the stinger we have uh, this is a great stinger. I'm coming back you know it's a really good stinger yeah already a top five episode of the show also probably a top five stinger where uh, it's such a yeah good Atlantis stinger. baby you got some of that mermaid puss uh, yeah that's so good yeah. such a good yeah line. Morty says I'm really hoping it wasn't a one off thing and I can see her again so, yeah <laughs> so I good. love that like just one line just a, yeah. a, a, like a parody of all these types of uh, <laughs> going to a fantasy realm stories it's it's great. Um, you're not curious about uh, the Citadel place? Not at all, Morty. That place will never have any bearing at, at all on our lives ever again. <laughs> so yeah. good. Unlike that I'm like that mermaid puss. <laughs> so we're, go- we're going back for seconds. We're going to go back every week, man. Uh, that was Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I mean, if you have access to Atlantis, wouldn't you just go back to Atlantis every week? Like, why even go on these other adventures? I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? We know it's there now. Yeah. Why don't they just leave Jerry at Jerry Daycare forever? Uh, he would have been happy there. Yeah. I mean, I, we're asking the existential questions now. We're getting into Jerry Daycare again. We had one Jerry reference in the at the end of the episode, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't yeah. care if you're a Jerry. Jerry's sitting there, yeah. So uh, That was pretty good. Yeah, it should be noted, uh, Justin Roiland is speaking for 95% yeah. Yeah. of this episode. It's amazing. This is, I think, this is an all-time voice performance here. Like, uh, well, yeah, this is incredible. This is like the equivalent of like Tatiana Maslany doing yeah, like, for real. Yeah, he was on. He was on the uh, uh, like a charity live stream uh, last week, and he was talking about how he's still doing uh, voiceover work for the last few episodes of the season. I'm like, that's really late. Why are you still uh, recording for the, like two <laughs> weeks from now? And now I understand. This episode must have taken forever <laughs> to record. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Other than Jeff Davis and Sam Elliott and whoever was voicing Baby Beth, like literally, it's just him talking <laughs> the entire episode. So like to himself. Yeah. It's 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 re- really incredible. Um we also have a, a voice acting category in our end of the year awards. Definitely pushing him into him this year into that. So um yeah, overall I would say best episode of the season, agree? Oh, 100%. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's like, I mean, this is like contender for one of the best in the series. Like, I this agree, episode's yeah. so good. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah, also contender for best episode of the of animation of the year, um as mentioned. Yes. Yeah, it's it's mm. up there. Um. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I, uh. Well. Okay. Let's talk. Next week we have um Morty's uh, mind blowers. Um. Incredible in the preview, and he says, uh, and we're doing. Uh, I will be doing this instead of interdimensional cable. Says says that right. was that was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you for telling us that. Yeah. The truth tortoise. Um. <laughs> truth tortoise. I love oh my god. Oh my god. It reminds me of um whatever the fuck it was in Turn Left, uh, that Doctor Who episode. There was something similar to. That. I don't know if it was the same concept. But... Oh yeah, it was like that alien thing. Yeah. Oh, this to me, like the Truth Tortoise. It's like literally when Rose stared into the TARDIS. Like. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Truth Tortoise, come on. Yeah. Let's talk about Doctor Who for forty more minutes now. Um. So yeah. Of course. <laughs> Delaney, uh, what are your closing thoughts on this episode? I love this episode. It's incredible. Um, it also has Delaney's favorite thing always is that it's like fucking Brave New World. So Delaney's sold. 
<laughs> yeah, how'd it take uh, this long to get a Brave New World reference then? I know, it almost hurt me. I was like trying to say it earlier, and I was like, I'll wait. Like, we all knew it was coming. Delaney had to say it. Um, I just loved it. It was so good. It was so funny. It's just so well-crafted. Like, I'm just honestly blown away by this episode, and it's just like more reasons to keep watching Rick and Morty. Like, the show just gets better and better, and I am very happy. Uh, Michelle, closing thoughts. Now I'm only thinking about the mermaid puss, but this I was about was to say a, she's gonna say, yeah. she's gonna say no. This is like this is my track of my. It was like the Terry folds. Now it's the mermaid. Well, what were you specifically like, were you thinking about? about Michelle's about, <laughs> what? We all know. What is there? I want to like. I want to go visit the mermaids again. Um, no, this was a re- <laughs> this was a really good episode. I I just I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep going. No, it's a really good episode. Um, the pacing was like amazingly good. Like I thought all the the plot points like were handled really well. Even the ones I wasn't as into, like for what they were, I thought they were perfectly good. And the ones that were stand out like exceeded my expectations. And it's just. It's set up like, you know, like a legitimate like kind of villain now, which we haven't had this season or like really in a while outside of like all the just interpersonal drama we've been exploring. And I think that's a pretty nice new angle to get into for the show. So I'm really I'm really hyped for the rest of the season now. Yeah, definitely going to be an exciting last three episodes here. Yeah. Uh, incredible episode. Oh, God. That's so soon. What? Only, I know. To be fair, it's been. We're, we've been, I've been doing two podcasts a week on this for seven weeks. It's. It feel. I'm. I'm feeling it at this point. But um. Yeah. It's. Uh. It's. No. Still. I would. I would. I would uh, prefer if freaking Marty is just staring every week forever. Like that would. That would be much better. But um. Yeah. Incredible. It is an incredible episode. One of the. Uh, just so many just the fact that it's one of the most engaging and funniest episodes of the show is like a remarkable feat and um gonna be rewatching this one for a while uh really in love with it um do you have a favorite uh are you prepared to name a favorite rick and morty yes (laughs) okay delaney who's your favorite rick oh i wasn't ready for oh my god i I said i (laughs) There's there's only one of okay. Who's your favorite Morty? There's only two options uh, here, Rick or Morty. I said okay. Who's your favorite Morty? My favorite Morty is Slick Morty. Okay, that did that did that did seem like what you said earlier, uh, Michelle. Who's your favorite Morty? Mm, I like Cop Morty the best. Okay, because he's just so jaded and like such a different kind of Morty than we've seen. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn between like uh, Big Morty, Cowboy Morty, and Glasses Morty. No, Cowboy Morty's also great. Yeah, like, I'm t- yeah like he's pretty two. great for the limited. Also, hours. also yeah. obviously, Evil Morty's the best. But um, yeah, Delaney, favorite Rick. This one's really hard. It's probably like between like Simple Rick and like yeah, hard not to say Simple. Uh, Rick. And like I don't know, Farmer Rick was pretty good too. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention the uh, <laughs> uh, Farmer Rick. Um, he said, that "Yeah, I, he said I don't wear this uh, Dagnab hat and commit to this rural character." So, <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, by the yeah, yeah, my mega fruit. Get away from my mega fruit! It was just and, so yeah. By the way, that fruit is from the pilot, the first episode of the show. We brought it back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, garment district Rick because he's gay. <laughs> he talks for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Delaney, he's gay. Obviously. Delaney knows. Okay, uh, who's your favorite, uh, Rick uh, Michelle? I really like the Willy Wonka Rick. I don't even know why. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like Rick D. Sanchez the Third. He's very memorable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll go uh, s- uh, slow Rick slash tall Morty. <laughs> tall Morty, <laughs> so funny. Oh my god, 
I like to say I'd like to say that the Mortys were more interesting than the Ricks. There were a lot more Ricks, but yeah, they're, yeah, they're more. They're more. There's like do- double the amount of Ricks. Or also, also the uh, the newscaster Ricks were incredible. Um, juggle- so those were juggling really Rick. Um, you had Rent a Stew Damn High Rick. I also like Druggy Rick, who the experimental portal gun. Oh. And then oh, yeah. yeah, that was intense. Yeah. Uh, so supervisor Rick was also quality. Um, he's like, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. So all of, all of that was great. So, um, I will, uh, if you liked our discussion about favorite Rick and Morty, I'll be asking these same questions to our panelists on this week, uh, this week's panel, um, already outlines already done. Those are two of the questions and, uh, we'll be having that, uh, that'll be up later in the week, Wednesday night. So, uh, check that out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us so you don't miss it. And all of our Rick and Morty podcasts search for overly animated Rick and Morty podcasts. Um, and, uh, you can, uh, subscribe to our Rick and Morty specific feed or iTunes feed. Please leave a comment, uh, wherever you're watching this. Um, we have web, we have a website where you overly animated.com where you can leave comments for this or on YouTube or wherever else. Um, and, uh, def and we'd really appreciate iTunes reviews. Let us know. Uh, how much you love this episode in iTunes reviews. I guess that's related to the quality of the podcast. Um, but yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Overlyanimated.com slash iTunes. And uh, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, very excited to talk about this on the panel uh, later in the week. Uh, also, you can uh, subscribe. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, uh, especially our patron of the podcast, Katrin, aka Patron Katrin. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, if you like uh, Rick and Morty, uh, there's a decent chance you would like BoJack Horseman, and we are going through every single episode one by one. Um, so uh, check out, if you just subscribe to our Rick and Morty iTunes feed, uh, you can also check out our main feed or our BoJack-specific iTunes feed. Just search overly animated BoJack Horseman. Season 4 of BoJack came out recently, so we are going through every episode of that, and BoJack's also been very good. Um not not too long until we can answer which was better this year, uh, Rick and Morty or BoJack. It's going to be close, I think. Uh, having seen all, have you seen all BoJack? I, I, now? I just caught up on BoJack. Yeah, there's Ooh, there, okay. yeah the second to last episode of BoJack is. Um, Don't say anything. I'm on episode. Yeah, 10, I'm not gonna. I just say it's uh it's 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 a contender with this episode for best of the year. So it's gonna. Oh damn! Yeah. I need okay. to get caught up. I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, get caught up, Delaney. Yeah, you like BoJack, yeah. Um, so, uh, check all of that out, overlyanimated.com. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Mermaid Pairs. Hashtag. Whoa, that's not, that's a different hashtag. It's a different hashtag, Michelle. <laughs>